Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Nah, 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 come on! On this episode of the Heat Check, we finally talk about the All-Star starters and the All-Star reserves. It's been a long time coming, so get ready for a deep dive into the All-Star news as we are only two weeks away. So go ahead, Brock, and drop that beat. All-Star game is coming up fast. Let's talk about the thoughts. All-Star starters were announced, and we talked a bit about them in the previous episode when we broke down the journey that my man Andrew Wiggins had from number one pick to bust to someone that franchises gave up on to a man that is now starting in the All-Star game despite despite being 24th highest score in his conference. <laughs> Pushing P. People, though, are still grumbling about it, but we won't go down that road again. It is safe to say that was a controversial pick. That was a controversial pick, but you should not hold that against Wiggins. He did not control that vote. He's playing very well in Golden State. It's a great story. I'm not going to hold it against him any more than I already have, but I do have to say that there is a conspiracy that got him there, and I know it for a fact. And now we can talk about it. According to The Athletic, K-pop is to blame. Uh, the Warrior social media team leveraged their partner with singer, Thai singer Bam Bam, a massive star in the K-pop world. The NBA allows fans to vote using hashtags on Twitter. So Golden State enlisted my man Bam Bam to solicit votes for players like Steph, Clay, Thompson, and Green. But when it came to the tweet promoting Wiggins, the Warriors specifically asked Bam Bam to send it out on January 7th, according to Slater, when the NBA ran a two-for-one campaign in which any votes that were cast on that day counted as double. Excuse me. Excuse me. That is egregious. Uh, Why does that matter? Fan popularity was the determining factor in Wiggins' selection as a starter. The fan, go, the fan vote counts as 50%. And the choices for the media and the players are weighted at 25% each. How big was this push, you might ask? Bam Bam has 9 million global followers. 9 million. And his tweet for Wiggins got 37,000 retweets, 69,000 likes, and 3,000 replies. And that doesn't even count his tens of thousands of fans who also tweeted hashtag Andrew Wiggins, hashtag NBA All-Star from their own accounts. 
The tweet was Thailand's number one trending topic. Folks. And considering every vote counted as two, the athletic claims Wiggins got hundreds of thousands of votes, enough to eclipse Paul George in the fan vote and to edge out Draymond Green as well. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Shenanigans. No shade to Andrew Wiggins, but we all know and we all knew as soon as this came out, something was afoot. Didn't we? And this is now why. This is how it happened. So much else to talk about. Let's move on. KD and LeBron, biggest vote getters, not a shocker. So they get to be they get to be captains, but KD is out due to injuries, so somebody else will be starting in his place. Here's what else we know about the starters. Let's break that down. Western Conference starters. LeBron James, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. Congratulations. Andrew Wiggins, congratulations. Uh, see, we're pushing P. Steph Curry, Jean Morant. West Pool Reserves. Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz, DeJounte Murray from the Spurs, named as an injury replacement placement for Draymond Green. Congratulations to you, DeJounte Murray. You deserve it. Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns, and Kitty Cat. Carl Anthony Towns from the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think saying kitty cat's mean, but I think it's borderline, so we're going to keep it. Uh, <laughs> NBA All-Star Eastern Conference starters. Uh, Jason Tatum has replaced KD. Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Milwaukee Bucks. JoJo Embiid. Trey Young and DeMar DeRozan. Eastern Conference reserves. LaMelo Ball, named as an injury replacement. Jimmy Butler for the Miami Heat. Darius Garland. James Harden, come on. Like, love James Harden. Great player. Not an all-star this year. Zach Levine, Chicago Bulls. Chris Middleton, fam. Fred Van Fleet from the Toronto Raptors. That is the list. So let's look at the East first. First and foremost, what I noticed. Probably the most banged-up front court in the NBA history. <laughs> like, let's break that down. Durant has missed 14 games this season. Giannis has missed 10 games this season. Embiid has missed 12 games this season. Durant's not even playing in this fucking game because he's still hurt. When is the last time that you've seen three all-star game starters who have missed over a quarter of their team's games? I don't remember that. And, of course, KD, of course, will not be playing with Braun's knee starting to act up. I think LeBron will play, but it's possible that both captains aren't really prominent forces of this game. Mm -hmm. Kind of fitting this year with a number of players putting on a jersey in an NBA, all of these hardship clauses. And I'm surprised we didn't get a hardship clause into the NBA All-Star, like hardship All-Star, Lance Stevenson. <laughs> a few more points to make. Um, tons of chatter about Trey Young. Should he be an All-Star starter? Should he not? Dude's balling out. Just stop. He's averaging 28, 5, and 9 playing probably his best ball since January when the Hawks, just like last year, resurrected their season. Even breaking out that whole I'm cold type of a thing, like Trey Young with his running his mouth, getting into people's grills. They got that same that was that same move that got the Knicks so enraged, which I loved. I didn't love that. I'm sorry, Knicks fans. I love you. <laughs> You'll know why I said that. Very shortly. Also, let's remember the All-Star game is an exhibition game. 
like nutmegs and passes and threes from 40 feet out. That is a part of the game here, folks. This is not like an all-star game where you would want to see Rucker Park-type level of intensity. We want to see what these players can do when they're not worried about this going against their record. I think everybody else is in agreement about every other Eastern starter, but now that KD isn't playing in the All-Star game, you know, I, I think I probably would have given his spot to Levine. Out West, other than Wiggins, not a ton of controversy there either. Jokic having a surreal year. Stats probably the only rival Wilt Chamberlain. Eight times this year, Jokic has recorded 15 assists. Only, yeah, only Wilt the Stilt has done that in a single NBA season as a center. So, as an aside, do you think, think about this. Is Jokic deserving of another MVP award? He's got a 33.29 efficiency mark, which is the highest in NBA history, which is better than Wilt when he averaged 50 in a single season. His 14.63 box plus minus value is also the best in history. He is legitimately affecting the game more than any other player in the NBA and more than any other player in NBA history. And yet, because he's... How do I say this in a positive way? I don't know. Like Because he looks like he looks... Yeah, because he's not... How about this? Because he's not shredded like a Greek god... And he has a haircut that looks like it's from Supercuts. And he plays in Denver. No one's really checking on him. You know what I mean? Like, I want to say it better than that, but I can't. There's just nothing else that's truthful. He's just so good, and yet no one cares. Like, no one pretend. Like, people pretend he didn't even win the MVP last year. They don't even, they didn't even put this man on national TV on Christmas. Every MVP gets a national televised Christmas game. But Jokic, because of the aforementioned items that I will not say again because that would not be nice. Because he's doughy, because he has a super cuts haircut, and because just cuts. Just like an $8 buzz cut that he, his brothers probably did for him. 100, 10 times out of 10 times, that happens every time. In Denver's last seven games, Jokic is averaging 30, 12, and 10. 73.5% true shooting percentage. Also averaging two steals and a half of a block. That is an 18 net rating in that stretch. Jesus Christ, can we figure out a way to make him look like not that? Like, can we send a marketing firm to his house and make this man a star? Jesus this is without Jamal Murray. This is without Michael Porter Jr. They're missing Will Barton in stretches and somehow, some way, the Denver Nuggets keep winning games. They keep covering games. They're one and a half games out of fourth place, and it's just him. It's only him. It's ridiculous. That is an all-star. That is an MVP. And we're not going to give it to him. We're not even going to talk about him anymore. Everybody talks about Ja. I love Ja, but come on. And Ja's a lot more swaggy. I tell you what, a lot more swaggy than Jogic. Ja, probably the favorite to win most improved player. And he's telling everyone, don't vote for me. I don't even want that trash-ass award. 
That's a little, that is a peasant award. I am so much better than that. I was already good. Just give it to my boy, Bane. Give it to Bane. Give it to my other guy, Jaren Jackson. Let him share it. Split it up. Break it in two. Split it in three. Give it to me. Give it to him. Give it to him. That's how you know you should fade that pick. Do not bet on John Morant to win that. Actually, you're disrespectful to Jaw to even put him in that mix. Never seen so many circus shots that I've seen from Jaw. I got guys out here on these streets like Bill Simmons comparing my guy, 1980s Michael Jordan, to Jaw Morant right now. That's how good Jaw is playing is they're getting comparisons to one another. Not D. Rose. He's like, he's like fucking early Michael Jordan. Are you kidding me? Goodness gracious. I don't even know, though, if Steph Curry deserves to be a starter. That is not a nice thing to say. I'm trying so hard, guys. I am. But if you would have asked me this question a month ago, I would have laughed you off the pod. Like, what you mean is Steph Curry an all-star starter? But since January 1st, Curry has averaged 22 points a game on just 39% from the field. That's not a small sample size either. In 15 games, he's just way off from his career average of 32 points last year. Do you know what? who is averaging 22 points a game right now? My man Fred Van Fleet, Ant Edwards, Brandon Ingram. Can you make an, an argument for any of those guys as all-star starters? No. Pascal Siakam is averaging 21. He's never going to be a starter. I mean, the only way he's going to the all-star game is in an uber black. He's just, he's going to cruise up there and sit on the floor with a swagged out outfit. Tyler Hero is averaging 20. He's not even going to sniff the All-Star game. You have a better argument probably for CP3, probably for Devin Booker, even for Donovan Mitchell before that concussion. I know that contradicts my point that this is an, this is an exhibition game and there's no better like box office guy than Curry, but like, it's just an accolade he always gets. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how trash Curry plays. And he's been very good. Like, does not sleep. His versatility is the reason that he has MVP buzz. His versatility without Draymond Green, he's got to do other things. His assists are up to nine since uh, nine a game since Draymond Green went out. All of that, I, as Stephen A. Smith would say, I get all that. But, like, come on. Come on. Chris Paul... He's the reason that the Phoenix Suns hold two records for the longest win streaks at 18 and 11 this year. They're the easily the most dominant team in the NBA, and he's that reason. He's the guy who makes the entire dish balanced. You know what I mean? You've got Booker, you've got Ayton, you've got McHale, but his defense, his leadership, his ability to sprinkle a little seasoning on that, that's him. He's increased his scoring in the last 10 games. 18 and 12, he's leading the league in assists. He has five and two steals per game, which is tied for second in the league. Team leader, every level. He should be starting over Steph Curry. And that's for the West Reserves. I know Booker got some respect. CP3 got some respect. But they could both be starters. I'm happy for Draymond. Um, He's not going to play. But he is an all-star, so now we get a big, pleasant surprise. DeJounte Murray, who I love. Electric factory DeJounte coming into his own. Probably two years ahead of schedule in terms of reaching the all-star game. He's 25, entering his prime. Like, he makes the Spurs feel not like the Spurs. You know what I mean? Like, he is a piece. Rudy, Luca, Spider, Cat round out the Western Reserves. And I have to say, hard to make an argument against them. Except for Kitty Cat, probably. Uh, Out East, three big surprises. First, James Harden. It is shocking 
He it is. He is sitting out games because he's just got a sore hamstring and a sore hand. You may tell me it's just sore. It's just tight and sore. Imagine if I didn't come to work and I was like, my throat is just tight. It doesn't hurt. I'm not coughing. It's just tight. I don't have COVID. I don't have bronchitis. It's just, it's just tightness. It's just tight. Just tighten it up. It's shocking. Second, cool surprise, Darius Garland. I don't know if anybody thought he would be an all-star, but Cleveland has been incredible this year. Him and Jarrett Allen should have both been all-stars, but it just shows how much his game has improved. Third surprise, man, LaMelo Ball. That's like that's what we needed. I'm happy. No, I'm not happy. I am relieved that we get to see LaMelo Ball. I don't want to see KD hurt. I love KD. He's probably one of my favorite players in the league to watch. His analysis for the game, his savagery on Twitter, all of that I love. But LaMelo Ball is like joy in a human being. He is pushing P in a human. Like everything he does is pushing P. You know what I mean? As for the rest, Jimmy Butler, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Fred Van Fleet also making the reserves. So I love that for, I love it for Fred because he should have been an all-star last year, truthfully. He was balling then. Biggest snubs, probably Drew. Chris Middleton should not have been an all-star. Like, he's okay. He's deserving-ish, but not as much as Drew. Jared Allen, of course. 16-11-2, two blocks, and a steal a game. Defense, out of this world. Mentoring Mobley, two seven-footers, meshing like peas and carrots, terrorizing anyone, driving into the league. In the league. 100% deserves to be an all-star. Probably deserves to be an all-star over Mello, which I hate to say, because he's just been better. They've been better as a team. Mm-hmm. Would have been amazing to see him come out in front of that Cleveland crowd on All-Star Weekend. Like, you should give an extra nod to guys who play for that host city. You should. Yeah. That's just facts. Less than two weeks until the All-Star game, and I am particularly excited because All-Star Saturday night has the skills, the three-point, the slam dunk going off exactly at the same time, and like I told you folks, there's a reason I'm particularly optimistic about the Nets, particularly optimistic about the Knicks, is because on All-Star Saturday night, I start my very first solo show on WFAN. 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern every Saturday. So you can find me there. I will give you more details to come. But I am thrilled, and I am very excited that that is my start date. That is all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We will be back Friday with a new episode. Do not forget to download. No, we will not be back Friday. We will be back Monday. Do not forget to download, subscribe, and tell all your friends. Follow us on social at It This Heat Check and Trista Crick on Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. 
Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.